Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're gonna wanna write this down. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I wanna talk a little bit about how I'm decolonizing my life. How I'm decolonizing my life specifically to the celebration of Canadian holidays. And as I'm recording this, it's just about December 2021. It's like mid-December. And so if you can imagine, especially if you're in Canada, one of the things that we are born and raised to celebrate is the Christmas season. So I'm born and raised in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and I feel like my upbringing has taught me that the celebration of Christmas is almost mandatory. Funny, right? Can you relate? Can you hear me? So um, so I want to talk a little bit about how I'm decolonizing my Christmas, but I'm also going to just, I mean, touch base quickly on other holidays throughout the year that Canada as an institution celebrates. So as I get started, I'm happy to invite you to join my Facebook community for the CC podcast. If you don't already have that, it's called the CC podcast community. So you can go on your Facebook group and you can look for CC podcast community. I invite you to join us there. This used to be called speaker coaching overload. So maybe you're already a member of that group. If I'm doing free training from any of the stuff that I talk about, my speaker coaching, my confidence coaching, then that's where it happens. Any free coaching, that's where it happens. I have other private communities for paid clients, but CC podcast community, please join us there. Help us to grow and build this community. Because if you are looking for ways to get into more energy with each other, then that's the place to come. So come on over. All right, so decolonizing Canadian holidays and to be more time time sensitive, which I know when it comes to like podcasting and creating content, you don't really date your stuff, but whatever, I'm, I'm about to do it. So decolonizing Christmas for myself and for my family. So first of all, just a little bit of, you know, like what is colonization? What is decolonization? So colonization itself is the, the process of settling among or settling and establishing control over the original inhabitants of a, an area. And so in Canada, that's the process of the institution of Canada establishing control over Indigenous people. And the act of decolonization is stepping away from that process in an ideal of self-determination. So withdrawing from, in this very specific situation, the institution of Canada and the pressures, I guess, is what I'm going to talk about, and doing my own thing independently. Which, I mean, I'm not the only one doing this. There's lots of people doing it all over. Cheers to you. Shout out to you. I'm not celebrating Christmas in the traditional way. And as an adult, as a mom of three sons, it's kind of weird to figure that out because there are certain aspects about the holiday season that I absolutely love. For example, I bought a brand new Christmas tree this year. It's one of those like pre-lit trees. 
and it looks like it's been snowed on so it has like the white tips it's so pretty and then i bought like metallic pink decorations so it's a beautiful tree i love it i love the christmas lights again so many aspects of christmas that i absolutely love and even though i bought this new christmas tree and it's beautiful it still feels kind of cold because i'm going through this transition and i'm not the type of person to decorate my entire house I bought this cute little planter that's sitting outside the front of my door this year. I see it at Superstore every year for maybe five or ten years. So if you go to Superstore, you know which one I'm talking about. It's like this huge planter. It has these big giant pine cones and a big red ribbon. It's so pretty and I've always wanted one. And this year I decided I'm going to get myself one. So that's at my front door. But my Christmas tree is feeling a little cold. And I think it's because I'm going through this whole transition of what I understand this season to mean to me but also I didn't put on any of my like personalized Christmas decorations like the ones that my kids have made over the years and stuff like that and plus I'm still using the word Christmas so like that's also it's part of the transition but I am meeting more and more people who are also not celebrating Christmas the traditional way or they have never celebrated Christmas the traditional Canadian way because maybe their families came from somewhere else and they you know their parents came to Canada and like they just they don't do Christmas and like whatever but the interesting thing about that is what I said earlier I feel like it's it's a pressure we're pressured to participate it almost seems like it's mandatory. It's if you don't celebrate Christmas the traditional way, then you're looked at as someone who's kind of weird. And so again, I'm at the point in my life where I'm ready to start like breaking that down and not letting that belief stop me from who and how I want to celebrate. And heads up, I haven't figured it out. I realize that it's going to be a journey. I've been on this journey for several years already. And actually, I'll take you through a little bit of that journey, but let's just dive into that. <laughs> I grew up in a fairly big family where I have four siblings. My mom lived with her mom until I was, I don't know, maybe, I don't even know, seven, eight, nine years old, until she eventually got her own home. So I lived in a big household with lots of people. My grandmother was wonderful when it came to Christmas. She loved to decorate. She put up the beautiful tree. She put the she put up the decorations across the ceiling and you walked into the living room and it was just like this beautiful explosion of fun and Christmas and excitement and that sort of thing. And it was fun and wonderful. My grandma did a lot of baking and stuff like that. She was a busy woman. She was taking care of a lot of people. I love my grandmother so deeply, love her so much, my most favorite person in the world. As the years passed, I what I had come to know celebrations, whether it be birthday or other type of event, there was a lot of alcohol involved and so I knew to expect that. I did grow up in poverty and so I don't ever remember like opening gifts and being, well I remember opening gifts, but opening Things that were like, oh my God, this is what I've always dreamed of. That's never happened to me. And I feel like the expectation of what like Christmas is supposed to be, the standard that is set by the institution of Canada, 
I've never experienced it. And so that's one reason why I think it's bullshit. <laughs> and as I moved out on my own, started having my own sons, I was married at the time. What I did is spend time with my new mother-in-law's family and do all the Christmas thing with them. And it was similar in the way that there was a lot of baking, a lot of decorating, spending time together and that sort of thing. But there was no alcohol. So that was something that was totally different. And I was with my ex-husband for about 12 years in total. And so throughout that time, it was always supporting his family and spending time with his family around the holiday season. I never established my own thing, my own tradition. And I always thought about it, but I just didn't know what to do. I just, I didn't feel anything significant that really stood out to me. And so there were a few times I tried to do my own thing, but I just, I never really felt it. I almost felt like every time I tried, it was almost like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm doing this. It feels like I'm forcing it and I just don't understand. And I always questioned it. For many years as my, as I was raising my kids and they were young, often my budget was very limited. And so as much as I wanted to, I struggled to buy them Christmas gifts, but that was the standard that was set. The standard that I had learned growing up and going to school after the holidays, you hear other kids talking about all of the amazing things that they did for Christmas, the places that they went, the gifts that they got. And it was just like this really high standard that I could never ever reach. And so as a parent, and then eventually a single parent, here I am trying to create this standard for my kids, going broke, buying them really cool stuff. I think it was cool. I, I hope that they <laughs> think it was a cool experience. But there were so many times where I just, I went fucking broke. I had no money. I never felt like what I got them was good enough. And even though I had bought them all of these wonderful things, I, I still didn't feel like it was good enough. I'd run back to the store and I'd get more things to fill in their stocking and oh, I'd get more things. And often some of the stuff, whether it was candy or treats that they didn't like or well I didn't I wasn't really the one that bought, bought them clothes cl but they would get like clothes and toys from like other family members and if the kids didn't like them like it all went to waste and I used to just think oh my god like what a waste of money like maybe this little toy this little game is like $19 or something like that not a lot of money but a waste of 19 fucking dollars like it's just garbage it's I'm literally throwing it in the fucking garbage so what's the point of all of this whether or not it's my money or somebody else's money okay and another thing I've with the point of me buying gifts for my kids is one thing buying them for everybody else oh my god I'm a shitty gift giver and it's not now now I can afford it a little better okay so my my kids have gotten it a little better I've learned to not go broke when I'm buying them Christmas gifts this year. I'll get to this year shortly, but over the last few years, I've been able to get them things that I wanted, challenge myself with not feeling guilty about anything, not running back to the store and trying to get, you know, all these pieces of shit items to, to fill in the blanks. But when it came to me buying gifts for others, I couldn't help to feel that you know, I'm not going to go out and buy, like, if they're my kids, you know, sometimes the number's kind of unlimited, right? I'm going to buy you what you want and what I want to give you. If it is even, like, 
a good friend or a sister or something like that. Like I don't, I hate the idea of putting a limit on it. And then you try to say, okay, you know, I'll, I'm going to get the randoms, $30 gifts, 30 is my limit. And then you go out and you end up buying stuff that's shit. And then here's me in the store and I'm convincing myself, you may as well just give them the 30 bucks because you don't know if they're going to like this. You don't know if they're going to fit it. You don't know if they're ever going to open it or if it's ever going to be used. This might just be a piece of shit gift. And then the idea of giving someone money just seems like, well, that doesn't make sense for the whole gift giving, like the whole thing, the whole thing. Like this has been my life (laughs) around Christmas time. I wanted to spoil my kids. There were times where I couldn't afford to spoil my kids. So I felt like shit. Then there were times where I could spoil my kids and I did spoil my kids, but I still felt like shit. I still felt like what I was giving them wasn't worth it. And I resented, I hated, hated, hated so much the years that I went broke because I thought this is fucking stupid. Like everyone's pressuring each other. Everyone's like trying to one up each other and like still feeling that challenge and that guilt. First of all, being a mom, you feel guilty about fucking everything. But like, it was just so much pressure. I've never done Santa Claus with my kids. I think I took my oldest son to Santa Claus once just because I thought it was what I was supposed to do as a young mom. I just thought it was a thing that you do. You take your kid to go see Santa Claus. We did that once and I was like, that was fucking dumb. <laughs> and I never took my kids back. And I think my my second and third son, at some point we did go to see Santa Claus just so they could get a, a free fucking candy cane. Like seriously, like the whole, I just don't understand the whole concept. It's stupid. When the whole elf on the shelf came out. So to any of you that do that, I apologize for this upcoming statement. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. That's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard about in my life. Oh my God. Um, Boxing Day. Is it like the whole, again, the whole concept and commercialization of selling everything at, like, first of all, okay, for years and years and years, I didn't know what the fuck Boxing Day was because I was so poor. Um, Eventually I knew what Boxing Day was, but I was still fucking poor, so I could never go eventually I could afford Boxing Day, but I hate lineups. So like why go shopping on Boxing Day just doesn't make any sense. I've probably went once in my life. I didn't get anything on sale and I was like standing in line and getting pissed off and bitching about standing in line for half the day. And it was just stupid. So you won't find me there Boxing Day. So a little bit, I'm going to touch a little bit about just a couple of the other like commercialized institution of Canada pressuring events that happen throughout the year that are literally on our fucking calendar to remind us. So clearly this is turning into a huge rant, but I'll have I'll have a little something t- for you to take away if you are sticking with me. Valentine's Day, another day that's just so stupid. Whether I'm in a relationship or whether I'm single, Valentine's is stupid. I just don't like it. Easter, um... You know, I'll I'll put this out there too. For years, for about five years of my life, I went to church. I got baptized, um, learned all about Easter. I don't celebrate it anymore. I did for a couple of years. There were literally years on Christmas morning and Easter morning that I would wake up my kids. My older son will remember this. Maybe all of them will. But I would read the Bible with them and I would tell them the story 
of Easter and Christmas. And I, I don't regret that for a second because they know where those holidays come from, why they're on the calendar. And now as they're getting older, they can decide how they want to celebrate it. And that's a conversation that my sister and I both had with my sons and her sons a couple of years ago about these holidays is that we're, we're learning this or we were taught this way. We're discovering this as adults. This is how we want to do it. We want to educate you and you get to decide when you're older how you want to celebrate it. Thanksgiving, again, is one um, not as huge in Canada as it is in America, I hear. <laughs> Thanksgiving is mostly just having a turkey and watching football, which maybe it is the same in the States, but I think it's also a lot of shopping. And Thanksgiving in itself is a very racialized event. It's a very racialized holiday because it's ultimately the celebration, and I'm going to get this wrong, but it's ultimately the celebration of establishing dominance over Indigenous people. It's, it's, it's a celebration. That's where, like, the original meaning comes from. So, like, what the fuck's the point? Like, if I'm going to have a dinner with my family, it doesn't have to be on any of these fucking weekends. Like, I'll just invite my family over or my friends over and we'll just have a weekend of being together. Halloween is also kind of dumb, but also kind of fun. Mother's Day? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Mother's Day, Father's Day as a single mom is just like a slap in the face. It's like shit in my bed. It's like slash the tires in my car. Mother's Day and Father's Day as a single parent is the stupidest thing that I've ever fucking heard. So ultimately what it comes down to is... I'm decolonizing by, I'm not taking on the, the guilt of not living up to the Canadian standard, the institutionalized, commercialized standard that Canada has set for you to show up as Canadian by participating in these events. And so what I'm doing this year, it's about 10 days away from Christmas. I bought a Christmas tree as I shared. It's beautiful. I love the lights. I'm having some friends over today for us to just have some chips, maybe play a game. I plan to drive around the city and go to look at Christmas lights. That's one thing that I do with my kids. And I'm every year they've been super nice and they come with me. And I that I think is one of our traditions. And that's one of my favorite things to do with them. And I just to spend time with my sons. Oh, that's like the best thing in the world. So we'll go and there's a couple places where we'll go look at Christmas lights. We'll eat those mini donuts, the cinnamon, cinnamon sugar donuts. We'll get Tim Hortons. And listen to crappy Christmas music. Well, some fun Christmas music also. But but I haven't bought any gifts. I'm still contemplating buying my sons a treat. So there's like two options. But it's just going to be one one or two things. So we're not going to have the Christmas tree with the high set standard of 10 feet wide radius of Christmas presents under the Christmas tree. What I invite you to do, if you're still listening, is if you feel guilt or stress around Christmas time, I invite you to think about what standard are you trying to reach? Who set that standard and how important is that specific standard to you? And I invite you to lean inward in making decisions and changes and not outward right? It's okay to have conversations with other people. You know, what do you think about this? And get feedback and 
Sometimes that's really helpful with coming to a decision, but I totally believe you have to live for you and not for others, not for the pressure of others, not for the guilt or stress of um, a Christmas commercialized season because it's on the calendar. I invite you to say, fuck it. <laughs> if that's you, like I'm, I'm not buying Christmas presents. Well, I might buy, I might buy a couple. I have a niece who's 10, so I feel like I might need to buy her. But, but this is the first year that it's been this many days away from Christmas and I've done so little. I'm going to bake some cookies. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to put on that fire log, that channel <laughs> on YouTube and probably listen to Christmas music and just enjoy the season of staying warm in a nice warm house. I'm so thankful that I have a home. I'm so thankful that I have people in my life that I love and that I get to spend time with and, you know, probably eat more junk food and chocolate than I would normally like to. And I might feel a little bit guilty about doing all that, but you know what? Fuck it. Fuck the stress. Fuck the guilt. Fuck the standard. This is my life. I only live it once. I had a conversation with my youngest son yesterday and I just wanted to remind him because I've been telling my sons over the past few years, Christmas is changing. I don't like, I don't like the way it happens anymore. Things are going to start to change. And I didn't know how that was going to look. And as I said earlier, I don't have the final answer. I don't even know ultimately in 10 years what I'll be doing. Well, actually, I think what I'll be doing is traveling throughout the season with my boys. That's ultimately what I want to do. But I wanted my kids to know, it's not that I don't care about you. It's not that I don't want to spoil you. I just, I get my kids what they want. I get my kids what they need. I've strived to be able to support my kids and what they need. And I'm learning as a parent to not give them everything they want. And I want them to know that I'd rather invest my time with them and not, you know, shitty $30 gifts, if you know what I mean. So cheers to me and cheers to you for decolonizing Canadian holidays. I'm figuring it out as I'm going and my ultimate goal is to raise good people. You know, spend time with my son, spend time with my family, have fun, laugh, play some games. I wish you a healthy season. I wish you a healthy life full of joy, love, laughter, and abundance. Thank you so much for listening. Miigwech, egose, merci. Please don't leave without hearing me tell you that you are worthy and your time is worthy, which is why I'm so happy you chose to listen to this podcast. If there was something in this message that resonated with you, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me at jessicadumas01 because if you found this helpful, your friends and your cousins will want to know about it. Until next time, decide you are worthy of what you want and go get it.